0: Um, so we did have that new series get introduced to Shonen Jump, Ayahashiman. Uh, did you read the first chapter? Yes. It's fucking great. I love that first chapter. I love that first chapter. I
1: wanted to be a manga hero, so I did their training. Yep. And I am now a manga character. <laughs> and I'm just like, my God, it's Saitama again.
0: What's up everyone, welcome into Animan Plus episode 57, my name is Alex Lott with Sparky3. Hopefully you're having an incredible day. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Sparky3, then you can see that there is no actual visuals. Uh, in true Sparky3 fashion, we had a tech problem, uh, the computer is wanting to act up today. Uh, no big deal, we just decided to kind of just move on, because uh, I'm personally in hardcore, hardcore, vacation mode uh we are going to be on a break next week uh animan plus 58 will return on december 7th uh with me in studio i do have zach zach buddy how you feeling today
1: low tech episode once again. yeah miss these days
0: (laughs) yeah that's right the old this is yeah this is a throwback the the
1: only the only difference here is that we each have our own table and we're like like three feet away from each other's faces yeah yeah we were we were were right
0: there at my desk uh just right across from each other back in the day so this is a nice little throwback for us kind of relaxing in a way it is kind of relaxing i feel much more relaxed i mean i don't have to mess with buttons so bingo yeah so it's not it's not too bad but hey if you want to support us and make sure that we don't you know don't have these low tech uh, issues. You can always like the video, subscribe to the channel. If you're feeling very generous, you can go check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Spark3. Uh, shout out to Andy, our tier one Patreon. Appreciate the hell out of you uh but don't feel up just be a friend tell a friend that you're watching and listening and we would definitely appreciate that uh and also go follow us on twitter at anime podcast that'd be pretty cool you can stay up to date with all the latest greatest that's going on in the anime and manga in- industry as i share it all the time or josh does either or uh and also check out anime plus news i do apologize for anime plus news uh this week it did not go up uh i did enjoy watching our twitter feed <laughs> my bad it's your
1: live play-by-play of everything of it's going up tomorrow guys it might not be going up today, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, dude, it was. I just got home that afternoon month at, right after work. And I literally I was home for two minutes and I immediately came in here. I'm like, OK, I need to knock this out because I have some other shit that I want to do and need to do record it good episode good energy went to go export it whatever started getting the uh the audio exported from the caster go to the video fucking corrupted no you know I, I understand it's only like a 10 like that one was like a 15 minute you know yeah. one but it's still just like i have shit to do <laughs> i mean and I, I understand i could just i could have redone it and post another day but i'm just like Fuck it. Uh, we'll, take it bro. we'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, dude. It's no big deal. No, uh, while this show is going to be on a break next week, Animan Plus News will still be coming out on Monday, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, so don't worry about that because I got a lot of shit to talk about. A lot of shit to talk about that's come out this week, like the new One Piece movie officially announced, yep. which that One Piece movie is obviously from the logo itself is very much going to be focused on looks like it's going to be focused on shanks so that's going to be an interesting little talking point there so Anime plus news is still going to happen uh you can also check out lighthearted gamers uh terrible football show and talking about movies and stuff we'd appreciate if you check out all those and definitely i will say i will say check out a terrible football show because we've got some interesting changes here coming you know we, we had a guest on episode nine and that guest could be a permanent co-host for us Uh, his name is Shane Marks. He is a Twitch affiliate. Uh, make sure you can go check him out at, uh, Twitch. I am Razor. Uh, it was a good conversation with him. So if you guys are a football fan, you could go definitely check that out. And, uh, with a lot of harder gamers, we've got some cool stuff going on where episode 66 will be the black Friday episode. Uh, be shit talking Activision Blizzard. Be talking about Halo Infinite. And what was the other thing that we had on the slate? I don't remember. There was something else.
1: Yes, yeah, so there's going to be something else.
0: And then we, of course, we have the live stream that we're doing on December 9th Woo. for the Game Awards. Oh, that's what it was. Game Awards, the nominees. Oh. That, yeah, that was the other thing. Sure, is it, nominees reactions. Cool. Yeah, that was the other one. Yeah. Right. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, before we actually jump into the anime chats for the week, uh, Zach, you got anything? You got anything okay. On so,
1: speaking of the One Piece film, what is with the new generation One Piece films just being colors?
0: You know, I didn't think about that.
1: Well, except for Z. Z was the Z first and one. Z
0: Stampede, but yeah, then, you know, gold and now red. Yeah. Did you see Oda's comment on this movie? No. So, he said that he's tired of drawing, like, old grandpas. <laughs> and he wanted to draw, like, a little female character, and that's when inspired for this movie. And I'm like... No. That's... <laughs> I'm very confused. God dang it, Oda. <laughs> I'm very, very confused, Oda. <laughs> But so, I like the comment, I'm tired of drawing old grandpas. I was,
1: <laughs> so I assume Shanks is going to find a lolly he has to protect?
0: I, that's my guess. <laughs> that's my guess. Cool. Uh, I do think we got a release date on that. I think it was August. It's coming out in Japan of next year.
1: Ends up just being Child Luffy in a dress the entire time. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No.
0: No. Oh, hey, speaking of uh, Luffy, uh, I did see for the 1000th episode of One Piece that's going on tomorrow, they are going to completely, pretty much shot for shot with current, you know, uh, attires and visuals, uh, the original We Are opening.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah,
0: they showed up a couple of side-by-side shots of one of where, like, Luffy's spinning the hat on his yeah. finger. And then there was another shot of Luffy. And it, it, it looks it looks pretty legit. I thought that was pretty cool. I'll have to check out that opening. Um, I don't really have anything. Uh, you, know,
1: you know, speaking of that, made me think of something that I've uh, watched recently. There's a group in a uh, Japanese in indie group, uh, if I'm remembering their name correctly, called Meet Me Saturday, where they have a YouTube channel, which they do mixed covers of anime songs with anime songs and they just did one of case closed versus Pokemon and I just thought god each of these series has a crap ton of openings true and then one piece is sort of getting up there now too
0: oh yeah it is but you know it's wild to me when it comes to one piece I guess it's because I'm not a one piece fan but also like I'm not a fan of uh, some of these really great openings. I feel like One Piece doesn't have a lot of standout openings. It like doesn't. Like, We Are is the only standout one, and that one's okay. Like, I mean, like I, I, I've never seen anyone rave about a One Piece opening no. like they do. Like, you know, let's say Naruto with, yeah. like, Sign or Silhouette or some others, whatever.
1: Well, Fine. because One Piece isn't usually rock. True. They're more mellow and happy-go-lucky, sort of like the crew.
0: Yeah. Uh, one thing... I did watch all six episodes of Arcane that's currently out.
1: I need to watch those,
0: and I'm very excited for the uh, r- uh, next three coming out tomorrow. Act three, yeah, yeah. I am very excited for it. I really enjoyed those six episodes.
1: I mean, every, all the animations and stuff I've seen more looks really good. It so it is, it is, it is,
0: it is, it is really solid, man. It is really solid. Uh, still enjoying Comey can't communicate as well. That is still very good. I uh, definitely recommend that over at Netflix. Uh, I think that's all I've kind of checked out out of the blue. Uh, other than that, just watching the normal stuff. But yeah, Arcane really good, really really. I'm 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 kind of upset that it's just going to end with nine episodes.
1: I mean, I'm not. I'm more upset that it took Riot this long than to actually do an animation.
0: That's fair. That's with the amount of fucking lore that they have and they spend the time creating for everyone. Oh, that's fair. People have been
1: demanding them to make an animated series ever since they did their first uh, full cinematic trailer of I think what was it? I think. It was like after season two or three in the game, they f- finally released a full cinematic trailer, which just looked phenomenal.
0: Hmm. It, it, it is a shame it took them this long. to do. I mean, it took them a, a long time to just branch out from the game.
1: Oh, yeah. No, they held on to League for yeah. years, and just within the past year or two.
0: We've gotten, like, TFT. We've gotten Wild Rift. Yeah, they, now Arcane. They opened
1: up Riot Forge, which was just a bunch of getting a bunch of different other developers to make games, because we got Ruined King now, The that just came out along with the Hexamak? <laughs> I forget. But it's a rhythm game with <laughs> Ziggs and Heimerdinger. Ah. <laughs> and, and then they just announced when they did the, go, the shadow drop of Ruin King and stuff of two more games coming through how to Riot Forge.
0: Gotcha. All right, well, we can go ahead and get into the anime chats. Uh, I'll run through Demon Slayer in, like, a minute. Um, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, it's still the same. It's still the movie. You it's know shot I mean? for shot? Yeah, it's still shot for shot. Uh, we get to see some, you know, an guy action. That's cool. Zenitsu wakes up. We get to see his little moment. Uh, Rengoku got to go fast. Uh, the stuff with the conductor. They cut the They cut the neck. The train crashes. It's the end of the episode. There you go. If, if you saw the movie, you know exactly everything that happened in that episode. I mean it's still obviously it's still it's still fun to watch. I mean I still I didn't hate watching it. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is, you know, good, you know." Yeah, I know, I know I could just go watch the movie, but I kind of don't want to commit an hour and a half of my time right now. I want to go play a game. So I was like, "Oh, this is cool." But, I mean, it's still fun to watch, but it's still it's still shot for shot as at the like moment. you just like taking
1: me in bits and pieces. Yeah, basically. Okay.
0: You know, just as of right now, you know, I'm I'm just cuz I'm not like in a mood to like I said sit down and commit an hour and a half. So, yeah, this is fine, you know. I know what happens next, so I'm I'm good. I'll wait a week to watch the next part. <laughs> yeah, I will say I do kind of I, I do kind of speed it up a little bit, <laughs> just because I'm trying to confirm it's like, all right, is there anything different? You know, I know they said there was could be a couple new scenes and new music and stuff, but I don't I don't fucking know if there is or not. I haven't seen it yet.
1: <laughs> Probably wait till like the last two
0: episodes. That's what I'm thinking too. Like episode six and seven, because episode eight will begin the Entertainment District Art, which I did see was confirmed. I think for eleven episodes, I think is what that will be. Okay. So, that kicks off on the 5th. So, I'm now that I'm looking forward to. That's going to be a fun ride. Uh, that is going to be a very fun ride. Uh, so, where do we want to go from here? Do you want me to hit my sock on stuff, or do you want to hit Yashihime?
1: I mean, we can talk about Yasahime
0: right. and what it was. Uh-oh. Um, Doesn't sound very promising.
1: So, first off, the episode, So it's supposed to be a Moroha episode from what I got from the preview trailer. That's cool. And then it starts with a shot of um, Toa and Setsuna... Chilling on a random set of rocks. Setsuna playing a violin. Toa playing her new flute sword thingy. And just some asshole rock fiend shows up and throws rocks. Well, he says stone bullet, but it's literally him rocket robot fist launching his hand at them. Because literally it's just a nice scene of them playing a song together and just rock bullet. I was like, this asshole (laughs) can't even enjoy music. Um Yeah, there's this them two wrecking him and his little he turns into three little minions and they go yelling at him, We're gonna go get our boss runs away. And then it goes to <clears throat> finally goes to Moraha and um her in a random cave with a bunch of other fiends bad mouthing because <laughs> apparently she somehow gained finally gained an actual reputation as the demon slayer. Mm-hmm. Moraha. That some weaker demons are actually scared of her. Uh, that happens, then Key uh, the little furball that works for the jogging. I can't even remember his name. I don't his remember name. his name, but... He's apparently a exiled prince of the Tanukis, and he's been called back. Of course he is. So he asks more to guard him, which leads to Moraha meeting, um, I think his name's Hachi. From the original series, he was the little Rack Tanuki who turned into like the little wisp balloon mm-hmm. and everything. He was also the one that carried Moroha away when Inuyasha and Kagomi got jeweled, right? Uh, and more or less, he sees Moroha is like, "Lady Moroha, I was the one who took you away from your parents." And she's like, "You knew my parents? <laughs> yeah, they were fine people." <laughs> and makes <laughs> makes Moroha just completely believe that when she saw him in the previous episode, that was the afterlife, and that they're both dead. Oh, I was like Hachi. You're an ass. That's
0: an asshole move, man.
1: (laughs) I mean, he has no reason to believe they're not dead, but that's still an asshole move, bro.
0: Yeah,
1: he's just like because she's just like, you're sure they're dead? Just like. Well, they were being attacked by Shoshomaru and Kirin Maru, so, and I haven't seen them in a while. So, yeah, maybe. I'm pretty, so I'm guessing they're probably dead. <laughs> well, fuck. I guess you're an orphan. <laughs> She's like, damn, Hachi. I mean, I get your logic, but damn, bro. <laughs> She's like 11. <laughs> um, and it goes back to Toa Setsuno. They did fight the rock thing again. Uh, the big boss shows up. They wreck it as well. I'm a wreck it. And then it's a whole thing of Setsuna t- uh, trying to push away Toa because she doesn't feel like she's strong enough to be able to protect Toa. But Toa is Toa. And if Setsuna's not within eyesight, she has to cry Setsuna <laughs> and look for her. Um, Crap, can't remember. Songo's brother's name. Don't me, bro. The leader of the Demon Slayers, he rolls up because there's apparently some big fight going on and the Demon Slayers are being called. So he goes and finds Setsuna and Toa and spends half the episode trying to uh show Toa's weakness, so she can't she can't run. Toa does not have the mentality to run, so she naturally doesn't dodge either. So she just keeps taking attacks, which keeps getting her beat, beat up. So he spends like half the episode trying to prove that to Toa. And I felt like we got nowhere with that. So they're just going to leave Toa behind and Setsuna and the Demon Slayers are going to go join some big fight. Uh, Moraha is helping the little Tanaki prince to go. And I guess it didn't really specify, but I guess they're going to go remove the evil. Tanaki, he's sort of taking over the clan. And there's a big castle with a sentry eye. And they're just like, yeah, we need to sneak in. And Moraha be Moraha goes like, I bet I can run fast enough where it won't see me. And they're just like, what? And actually, Morhaw runs and immediately gets spotted and frozen. And then more tonic Knights show up, and that's where the episode ends. Morhaw being stuck about to get wrecked.
0: Okay. I like the orphan thing.
1: <laughs> Freaking Hachi's messed up. I like the Hachi
0: thing. <laughs> Hachi's an ass. <laughs> what an asshole, dude.
1: <laughs> like that entire time with that going on, I was like, goddamn Hachi. She's 11. <laughs> and you're just going to straight up tell her her parents are dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I can hop over to Sock Gun. Uh We are recording this on Friday this week. We normally record on Thursdays when Sock Gun and Platinum In comes out. And since I work, I'm usually a week behind on I actually, I'm actually caught up. I watched uh, episode six from last week and seven of this week. Uh, I liked six a lot more than seven there because there was a couple of little tidbits in six that I really enjoyed. And seven was... Entertaining. I'm, I'm looking forward to eight for sure. Uh, so there's only a couple things about six that I do want to point out that I just, I, I just really, not really fucking loved. The episode immediately starts off like this really like... Uh, like, almost, like, epic, like, seductive-esque, like, Gagamba, like, monologue. He's like, hey, I'm Gagamba. It's like, you know, on the streets, I'm known as Galeforce Gagamba. I'm sure you've heard of me. Oh, you haven't? (laughs) Yo, you tease. You know, and just like that, he's just like, you know.
1: Is he trying to pick up women again?
0: Yes. (laughs) Damn it! So he's doing a monologue to, like, you as the viewer. He's just like, oh, you know, I've been running around, you know, doing this and doing some jobs and came into a lot of money. Uh, I'm going to go invest this money, but don't tell Mamemba that. And he's got, like, a bag full of gold and he's going into a fucking casino. <laughs> there it is. And then there's just like scenes of him just winning and winning and winning. He's got like chicks all around him. He's got like six women at one time. He's winning every single match. He's betting everything and he's constantly winning and then he loses everything. House literally only, everything. House always wins. Yeah, literally loses everything. Uh every single dime. And the
1: whole my one thing is this is still all underground, right? Yep. Okay.
0: Uh, So then after that, you know, uh, him and Mimpa are still trying to dodge uh, Zaku 2, who he still owes a million units to. And then they get captured by the first fucking character who has a somewhat normal name. We get introduced (laughs) to the character of Yuri. And I was like, oh, thank God, normal name, boys. Here we go. But then, of of course, we get introduced to his brother, which is like Fidelio. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, come on. They must have hated Yuri. (laughs) Uh, Yuri is actually one of the uh, going to be one of our our characters. His, his character's been teased in the opening this entire time, as well as Zocla 2 was. This character, they, you know, both Zaklatu and Yuri join Gagamba and Mem- Memba, All right, so they're part of the team now. They're part of the squad, um, and we also get introduced once again these weird ass names to a colony called uh, Arya. Yeah, Arya. That's the colony. I'm like, what are what's up with these names, dude? It sounds like they went with some word, and then they went, "Let's take out these syllables." Yeah, oh, man, it's it's wild. Um, so when it comes to Arya, like there's like this big push that like everyone's equal, everyone's equal. It's like we're equal opportunities and stuff like that. Nineteen twenties. Yeah, that's, that's that's kind of you know proposed as, in Yuri kind of scoffs at it. Whatever. That
1: was sort of dark. I'm sorry for that joke.
0: <laughs> it kind of was. That's why I was gonna gloss over it. I, I was gonna just let it go and move on. <laughs> I had to, bring, had to you know, circle back around to it. Yeah, no, I had to. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so, you know, they, you know, Gagamba and Mimpa are currently prisoners to this gang, Yuri and his team, whatever, and they bring them underground. Okay. Uh, to, you know, underground the underground. The, the the sewers of this city. Okay. And, uh, you know, is just like, why are you guys living in here? I thought everyone lived equal. Everyone starts laughing at her. I mean, she's a little kid and, you know, whatever she's just buying into what the president of this university was saying. Who's like, I guess like, even though he's a president of the university, it's like, he's the mayor of the town or something. I don't know. You know, that's how he's hailed at least everyone starts laughing at. And then, you know, they, one character does say that everyone has equal work opportunities, but then it's like the rest of the episode kind of contradicts that in my opinion, but that's what they said. But the reason I want to point that out is because they said, you know, everyone gets equal work opportunities, we're just all stupid and i'm just like oh my god this, what the cast of characters like yeah we're just stupid we can't make it basically that's basically how one character worded it. i'm like okay. okay whatever so and then we've come to find out that 2 is the one that's running this group yeah and she, she is is the one that's in charge of this team and had them go capture gomba and mimpa because they want she wants the money and uh, now this and this is another moment that i really did enjoy of this episode of where, you know, they're just like Memimbo's just like, you know, we don't have the money to pay you. We can't do that. And Gamba's just like it's like, yeah, it's like what she said, we don't have the money. And then Yuri pulls up a little tablet and flipping through shots of Gamba at the casino with a bunch of women and gold and living up life. And then fucking Mimimbo stone cold like ultra fucking instincts from one side of the screen to the other side of the screen, still pointing her finger because originally she was pointing at Zocca too and them, ultra instincts over and starts pointing at Gomba, just like, throw him in the brig. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's gonna get what's coming to him. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) So that was really enjoyable. And then the rest of the episode kind of showed, like, this group of people doing multiple robberies and stuff, just trying to stay alive, essentially. Okay. Uh, You get some touches on Yuri's backstory where, you know, he just stole bread, and he basically lost his arms because of it. He has mechanical arms. He stole bread for, like, his little brother and stuff, got the shit beat out of him by a cop, just stuff like that. Sad backstory, trademark backstory. Um, Now, the other tidbit that i really enjoy that i'm excited to see more on because i've been excited to see more on this literally since episode one is more on Gungampa's history like i want to see more on what 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 he did as a marker okay. what happened and this episode teased that because in this episode yuri is all gun co like let's keep doing this let's keep doing that let's hit the universe let's hit the tower let's do this and fidelio is just like his, his brother's like hey you know we're finally getting some stuff kind of brought in like we're living a somewhat decent life we're getting food and shit like Let's like pump on the brakes a little bit. Like, let's not overdo it. And Yuri's like, oh no, go, you know, gung ho about it. And like, you know, in this episode, Gungpa's almost like the the wisdom guy because he, mm-hmm. he keeps like, you know, because he's the adult and he keeps telling these kids like, you know, like, oh, you know, I may be a failure, but I'm a failure for a reason. I've already done a lot of this shit. And there was a one flashback scene of with him and a character named Rufus, and they were talking where Gompas is like, all right, Rufus, I'm leaving, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he goes to walk away, and then it's just like quick flashes of just blood everywhere. So I'm assuming Rufus died, obviously. And Gompas just kind of like, you know, remembering this and kind of a sad moment and then kind of went on from there. So that was a nice little tidbit that I'll enjoy because I really want to know more of what happened when he was a marker. I really want to know more about that. Uh, the rest of the episode... I mean, they just did more robberies and shit. That was the base. You know, Yuri kind of went off the deep end. They kind of reeled him back in. Uh, and then when they finally go to leave the city, that's when Zoklitu and Yuri decide to go with Gagampa. Uh, Zakla is just going just because he's like, hey, you owe me your, you owe me this fucking money, like, flat out. Like, I'm going to make sure you pay it back. And Yuri's just like, big bro Gagampa, you know, and just starts kind of rolling with him now. Uh, now and then the last tidbit of this, you know one little plug that midway like towards the end midway that this episode had is it brings us back to the God of wind from the previous episode real quickly mm-hmm. with some hooded figures who kind of like pick up like you know a little bit of like the the sludge goo shit whatever was going on over there from the previous episode. and they did say that um, yeah that you know that girl was here. that girl was here' We're re- re- referencing Mamempa, So that was a nice little tease and a nice little plug for shit to come. As for seven, Pretty much literally the whole episode was a fucking drunk fest. That's basically what it was. So Yuri, you know, being like the carefree character he is, picked up like these like these flowers and they're they're very bad for you and they basically they you know, to just explain it easily for people, it basically makes you drunk, essentially. It really fucks with your head, fucks with your immune system, whatever. And they didn't realize that at first. Mimpo's the first one to kinda of catch it. She kinda of noticed he was kind of allergic to it, trashed the ones that she had, started wearing a mask, whatever. And then the rest of the episode, the other one still had it. And, like, they're, they're fucking plastered the entire episode. is basically having to take care of them. They're vomiting everywhere. They're literally repeating lines where I had to check, like, am, did the, my episode, like, rewind uh, 10 seconds? Because, like, they just said these lines. That happened, like, three times. It's, I thought they were stuck in a time loop for a second. But no, it was just, they were so fucking shit-faced drunk, they had no idea. Uh, the only real takeaways in that episode was just, you know, throughout the episode, Mimpo kept having nightmares of this place that she wants to go to that we saw in episode one. Yeah. And every time she's having these nightmares, Gugumpa's dying in front of her. You know, blood everywhere, blood's all over the flowers, and there's like a hooded figure with like these almost like gold eyes that kind of looks like the pendant that she carries. Mm-hmm. And uh, she keeps having these nightmares over and over again where she she's like, adamant. She's like, I need to go to this place because she's scared. She's just like, you know, I need to figure out she kind of wants to go alone because she doesn't want Gagampa to die. You know, where she needs to go to this place, Gagampa and her kind of get in a little bit of a fight about it where Gumpa's just like, you know, because they're all fucking hung over now once they kind of get the antidote for this shit and they're just like, yo, yeah, we, we need to go to like the hospital first in a local colony. Like, can you calm down and They get in a little bit of a fight about it and, and then the episode ends with that hooded figure from her nightmares. I'm assuming also the one from the previous episode because you didn't see the figure's face or anything that hooded figure is now there. Uh, it is up it is up on a ridge overlooking their camp, same sort of golden looking eyes and stuff. So it's uh, Golbat? It is Golbat, yes. It is go- it is a uh, is it's like a you know, an underground a uh, version of Golbat of uh, regional variant. That's what I'm looking for, regional variant.
1: Well, I was going to go with Gold-eyed Batman, but okay.
0: Golbat, yes. But, I mean, like I said, 6 was good. I enjoyed – there were aspects about 6 I really enjoyed. I enjoyed that opening. The opening was funny. I enjoyed the Ultra Instinct Mempa. I enjoyed the Gagamba backstory plug. And 7, I enjoyed the – probably the, the whole episode was fun. It was a fun episode, but the last, like, 10-ish minutes, that was, that was pretty solid. So I'm looking forward to episode 8. I'm actually really looking forward to episode 8. Hopefully I'll get to watch it. I mean, no, that's right. We're on a break next week. Yeah, yeah, cool. I mean, you'll get to watch it. Yeah, I'll get to watch it before next episode. So we're good. Uh, 86, of course, was on a break. It was that commentary episode, which, Zach, you said was like the voice actors for Frederica, Shin, and Raiden. Yeah,
1: them more or less go doing commentary of when they were voice over certain scenes or talking about scenes that they very much enjoyed and things like that.
0: Gotcha. Uh, where do we want to go from here? Uh, I would say let's save Platinum I'll, I'll save Platinum in for last. Zach didn't get to watch this week. How the tables have turned that I got to watch it. Uh, so I'll talk about Platinum. I'll say let's save that one for last. So do, do we want to hit talk Do we want to hit Dragon Quest? Let's hit Talk-Op. talk was, uh, it was fun. I mean, it wasn't like an over-the-top episode, but it was enjoyable. Uh, Talk-Op Destiny Episode 7 is what we're referring to. Um... One of the interesting aspects about this episode was, you know, seeing Destiny kind of, like, evolve as a character a yes, little bit more. That, that, was, that a, was a very nice part. That was nice very part.
1: nice. And sort of seeing some of the hints of uh, Cosette sort of leaking in through as well. Yeah. Sort of influence. Because Desmond doesn't feel, like, exactly like Cosette, but you could see a little bit of influence of initial, original Cosette in there.
0: Yeah, kind of like uh, an example being whenever... Uh, talk finally, you know, talk looks fucking exhausted all episode, you know, and, and then he continues to just doing him tapping, tapping, tapping and, annoy, and, and annoying and whatever. And he finally tells him that he's trying to compose a song right now, mm-hmm. which I do like the little tidbit of where he whispers it at first. And even the text is really fucking yeah. small. I re- that was a nice touch to whoever whoever put the subtitles up. Uh, but then even like, you know, to, to follow up on your point here, Destiny was like really wanting to hear it, which mm-hmm. is something that Cosette would want him to do once upon a time. So you're right. Seeing Cosette kind of leak, leak through is pretty interesting, and it makes me think where are we going to potentially go with that character.
1: And then also sort of seeing talks, because this whole thing of him making his composing his own song is he also remembers his father's words of saying, when his father composed songs, he <clears> always thought <throat> about who he wanted to hear. Yep. And him sort of, it sort of seemed like, made it seem like Talk was sort of having this sort of twist of he really wants... Cosette to be the one to hear it, but Destiny's the ones here. So he's like, almost thinking, do I write it for Cosette or for Destiny?
0: Mm-hmm. And you know, one thing that I've been wondering, and this episode and what you said about like um Cosette kind of almost like leaking out in a way, is I'm wondering if we're going to get to that point where it is a lot more like Cosette's personality. Cause like, you know, I know we haven't been introduced to that many. What, only three music cards, I think is all we've been in for? Who is the fourth one?
1: Fourth one is the head maestro. That's right. That's right. We haven't got her name, but she's at least been around. She's been in several shots as well as this episode. She actually was in a full scene.
0: Okay. That's right. Well, I can't remember about her if she even talked or anything. No. Okay. Then I'm going to take her out of the equation here. Okay. The, The other three have very... Distinct personalities. Yes. They they're very distinct personalities and they are very almost like vibrant and alive personalities. While this entire time Destiny has felt like a robot. Yeah. So I'm wondering is like, is that how all music arts kinda go? Like they've already kind of established that the Destiny seems very different. So I'm just wondering, is Destiny gonna kind of develop a is, is she gonna actually develop a personality is what I'm getting to. It seems like it. Is that's that's kind of how how I feel like we're going based on how this episode went because you know with her not only because that kind of coming out in terms of you know wanting to be very interested in talks uh, song that he's composing we also get to see you know after you know which I I, <laughs> I love the bit where he's trying to write and his arm just disappears and he falls back he's like what the fuck. Like what the hell? So you know, and then uh, you know, he's just like, I'm assuming you went to go, you know, fight some D2s, and she's like, yes, they scurried back into the mountains and talks like, so that means you didn't beat them. <laughs> that was fun, and then uh, you know, that's when Destiny says like, oh, I have very important plans, and you see the important plans later of her basically bringing stuff for people of this call this city, whatever. Yeah. So that personality is coming out, and then with the end of the episode, being with that one dickhead, what's his name? I can't remember.
1: I don't know. I just know he's the commander of the. Yeah. Armies uh, in his music art. I hell. forget what hell, but he said her true name or some crap like that.
0: I don't remember what he said for a true name. I know he said her true ability. Yeah,
1: which is a tuning fork.
0: Yeah, which is, can pull in D2s.
1: Yeah, which was a nice little touch. Yeah, and, and, that, and
0: that was a moment where you get to see more of Destiny's kind of personality develop because he said, it's like, yeah, the city's probably going to get annihilated. And you see Destiny kind of remember the people at the park and shit and you know see her kind of get mad.
1: You know, his character flip was very obvious. At the beginning of the episode, when I can't remember the head conductor's name at the moment. It's like Sagan or something. And um, him telling him, don't mess with him. And the guy immediately having a mental breakdown of, why? Yeah, it's just like, uh, oh, he's more
0: important? And the, the head conductor flat out says, yeah, I mean, he's going to be kind of more important than you. He's
1: like, he straight up says, <laughs> yeah, no, he's going to be more than you.
0: Yeah, it's just like, yeah, he's going to be able to do more than you. He's, he's just special. You're not, basically. And I'm like, God damn. In which I can only
1: assume a special <laughs> bit is that he's going to have multiple muse arts because nobody else apparently has more than one. And it's been very obviously said a hell going. She doesn't have a conductor. Yeah. You should force her.
0: <laughs> She's very sweet.
1: <laughs> Freaking
0: hell. Uh, the hell's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I will say Talk Cop episode eight. I'm i I'm very excited to watch. Yes, most cause, definitely. Because that ending was, it was it was set up to be pretty dope. And, you know, because in this episode, we also got to see, we got to see my boy Lenny. I love Lenny. We got to see him and. Uh, and For a t- moment. Yeah, him and Titan. And they, you know, very serious moment out of Lenny where it's just like, you know, okay, you know, got off the phone, whatever. All right. We need to go here and then she points out in that we're near talk, you know, and they yeah. are and then so Lenny's on the way. Yeah, Lenny's on his way. Which I'm pumped for. I am pumped for. I'm pumped for some more Lenny action, man. Lenny's cool. I like Lenny.
1: I uh, still don't know if Lenny's actually gay or if that's just his I, character. I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, if he is awesome, yeah, he's a great cool. character. Yeah, he's fantastic. But at, but at the same time, it hasn't outright said it. It's just sort of hinted at it.
0: Very heavily hinted. <laughs> <laughs> Which, hey, man, shout out. That'd be really cool. I'm down for that. Let's get it. Um, so you want to move over to Dragon Quest? I mean, sure. We can have this shit show. Yeah, you told me you had a beef with it. So this is, this is going to be fun.
1: So, this, so it was literally what I was expecting. It was King Vern literally smacking the entire crew around. Um, and it, the episode starts in the dumbest way possible. It literally starts with King Vern more or less going through his little speech again of he's going to reward them with fighting by himself. And then he's just like beforehand, let me give that one behind you a proper burial and pointing at Barham's body. And he summons a little spark flame and sends it forth to Barham. And for some reason, the entire group, no one thinks I probably should stop that flame. They literally let it flow right past all of them in onto Barum's body, where it catches on fire and it, turning it, his entire body to ash. And the entire time, I was like, "Why would any of you think he was going to do something good? He is literally the villain. Why would any of you think it was okay to let his spell just walk right past you? My God, people!" <laughs> So naturally he burned Barn's body and die after having his newfound discovery of, yes, that was my father. Goes into a rage and goes to attack Varn and literally gets one punched <laughs> and is literally out for the rest of the episode. Um, so yeah, no, it then proceeds to be King Vern literally just messing with everyone, wrecking their shit. <laughs> He one shots crocodile crocodile gets messed up. I'm still pissed about the whole crocodile picture thing because, oh, yeah. because he's straight up in the main fight fighting the big bad, but he still can't get a cover on the freaking art image art. <laughs> <laughs> Yet the princess disrespected the, the, the damn heel princess. Who's literally w- was in one fight scene and is for the rest of the time, just doing semantics is on the freaking cover. <laughs> Um, human cool gets trashed pop's big spell gets uh, blocked ma'am hurts Varn and Varn tricks her into believing that she can possibly kill him only to lure her into a trap of insta regen almost taking her head off if not for pop Um, so yeah literally it's just the entire episode of them being thrown around and then right there at the end King Vern reveals his whole backstory of the reason why he's doing this. Because he's the king, he's the god of the underworld and crap like that. And you want to know what his whole reasoning is? You want to know?
0: I feel like it's going to be pretty good. Hit me with it.
1: Because the underworld doesn't have the sun. So he's going to destroy the surface world to completely eradicate the surface world so he can bring the sun to the underworld.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: They said that and he said that about the whole sun thing and it's a something or another to the other gods and I went this is fucking stupid. He's literally doing this for freaking sunlight. And the absurdity continues because this demoralizes The rest of Dai's group at the absurdity of this guy going through all the trouble for freaking sunlight. And you know what Dai does? Dai finally wakes up at this episode at like 20 minutes in and goes, no.
0: (laughs) At 20 minutes in. So he's got three minutes left of the episode. Okay.
1: Yes. He he uses the power of denial. He has no backing. (laughs) He just goes, no, Varn. No. No matter what, I will always deny you. I will not give you the sun. I will fight you. I'm just like, what? You're powering up because I'm just saying no? Are you a wrestler now? So then he proceeds to fight Varn again, finally coming back conscious and pulling his sword. And then the rest like two minutes is them playing baseball. Because it's literally Varn just throwing a bunch of spells at die and him literally batting him away with his sword. Just playing baseball for like two minutes. And then finally him throwing a big spell at Die, and Die managing to slash through it, take the hit, and cut Varn. Then it ends with him doing a big slash, making Varn's yeah. body sort of explode and burn. And I, all, I look at it and literally go, Varn's not dead. There's no reason for me to believe he is dead. And actually in the preview he was back up and walking around. I was like, of course. What, what was the point? <laughs> So I hate everyone's backstory now in this series. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so glad I never stopped. I never keep. I never kept watching this. I don't think I would have made it. I'm I'm impressed. I mean, everyone that's listening to this, whether if you're listening on one of the multiple platforms or one or listening on YouTube, yeah, just you know, show this man some love for for the torture that he puts himself through for this show.
1: And the fact of the matter that there's people that really like this story and, and series. That,
0: that baffles me. And, it sounds uh, really dark.
1: I'm here. I'm just like fucking sunlight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you
1: could have done anything better. I don't even care if it was the trouble world domination, but sunlight.
0: It, it'd be dark down there, dog. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. All right. So I guess I can safely assume that was not your favorite episode of the week. I mean, go ahead and take that one out of the, out of, uh, the contention here in a minute.
1: I mean, it could be my favorite episode and just fact of me yelling, what is wrong with you?
0: <laughs> oh, man. Hey, at least you finally got a new opening, though.
1: Hey, that opening's actually very good.
0: Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, at least it's got something going on for it. Uh, Platinum in episode seven. Uh, like I said, kind of kind of funny that the tables have turned this week. This time, I'm up to date on it and Zach didn't get to watch because of work stuff. Uh, this is a very good episode. Um, so picking up from the last where there was the, like, the big explosion mm-hmm. and uh, what's that dude's name? Sure. All right, sure uh the guy whose angel is Barrett, I don't remember his name yeah, though. Um, yeah do I but uh you know yeah, obviously he's not dead you know he managed to get out of it whatever that that I, that girl is is gone no yeah. she is yeah, completely she's, gone she's, she's dead she's dead as
1: far as I'm concerned, that bomb was inside her
0: <laughs> yeah she is hundred percent dead hundred percent dead um so you know once uh Mirai comes over and helps him out whatever he's here, Metropolitan showed up as naturally expected. You know, they're all kind of up in the air. Metropolitan's got his wide arrow out, you know, ready to ready to murder someone. Uh, you know, Mister Sure, Mister Sure uh, pulled a five hundred IQ play, and you know, basically called out to because both you know Mira and uh, and his angel are both there. Nice and and, and yeah. Barrett, and he did a five hundred IQ play to have nice. He called out to nice about something, and then you know because uh, Metropolitan his angel showed up. And he told his angel to watch his back. And then after that, this guy's just like. You know, calls up Nie- to nice about something, and then he says to Nie- you know nice "Watch my back." So she's behind him, mm-hmm. and then Bar- he's and then you know, Mirai kind of caught on, I guess, or I think it was I don't remember if it was Mirai or Mister Sure said it. Uh, you know, Baird's now behind Mirai, so d- impersonate the different characters here, making
1: them think they have different sets.
0: Yes, exactly. So Metropolitan thinks Mister Sure is the one with the that has the special rank. That was the whole goal, and behind the white this. arrow, It bingo. Uh, meanwhile, Mirai's still got his red arrow out this entire time. So you know he's kind of trying to reason with Metropolitan a little bit. Metropolitan's just like you know, like if one of you two make a move, he pulls out a little device out of his fucking mechanical sleeve. He's just like, I'll hit these buttons and I'll fucking blow up a building. I mean, I don't fucking care, you know. And then you know, it's you know, it's unsure if he's telling the truth. Naya's who says you know she can tell when people's lying or not. She said that he's he's bluffing, but and then the aim, the, the special rank of Metropolitan's just like, well, her ability only works if she can see someone's face. So we don't know if he's bluffing. He could be. Then again, he could have an actual mom. (laughs) Who
1: knows? Uh,
0: So then, you know, uh, Mr. Sure, which I'm loving that we're calling him that because I'm stone cold forgetting this dude's name. Kind of looks like that one dude. uh, He kind of looks like that one character uh, from Bleach. Chad, is that his name? Kind of looks like him in a way. What, Sato? Uh, Sure.
1: Well, Chad is the nickname Ichigo calls him. Then yes. Okay.
0: I'm not a Bleach guy, so I don't know. Uh, anyway, so the, he kind of like kind of set up a deal where he's about Mr. Metropolitan's about to press the button, about to presumably blow up a building, and Mr. Schur's just like, hold on, you know, all right, you know, it's like he could be bluffing, but he could not be. So he basically says, I will, you know, I will let you, sh- I will let you kill me. Hey, that's one less co- God candidate, right? You know, you can kill me. Go ahead and get over with. Yeah, I don't care. You know, so he's basically sacrificing. This cancer
1: so, guy has yeah. a actual death wish. He does.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, Metropolitan kind of takes a moment to decide. That, do I want to kill you. Don't want to kill you. And he's just like, no, nah, I kind of want to kill you talking about Mr. Sure here. Um, and then, you know, he does fire the arrow and then here comes Mira. You know, he said basically has a panic attack and he, like Mira's full blown panic attack crying and everything. But even though that's the case, he still, he still is like, like panic attack, like action mode. Cause he comes in super speed, Sonic mode and blocks the white arrow which then uh, Barrett, who is the, you know, the angel of wisdom, she's just like, I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> she's like, I know those arrows can be used in a lot of ways, but I didn't know you could do it that way. <laughs> it's like, that's news to me. And even nice is like, oh, you didn't know that? It's like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. Um, so, you know, you know, he, do, he he does it again. He fires again, you know. Mirai blocks it again, and then Metropolitan's like, alright, you're kind of annoying. I kind of want you to die now. <laughs> so he starts, like, firing arrows. Mirai is, he's managed to, like, block them. You know, he's never firing his red arrow, but he's just, like, like full-blown just blocking everything. You got the, the white arrow is like a fucking bee flying around Mirai. Yeah. Still, man, just like, nope. Hits it at the right time. Blocks it. Uh, and then they basically get into a sword fight with the arrows. <laughs> the, then there's, like, a good couple minutes of some really, really top tier action of Mira versus Metropolitan. This whole time, Mirai's Full-blown panic attack right now, crying and everything. But he's still fucking putting on a massive fight, flying at super high speeds, basically having a massive sword fight with Metropolitan. While this whole fight is going on, Mr. Sure gets behind Metropoleon, just starts gunning him down with pistols, which, again, is bulletproof armor. But, yeah. I mean, But hey, he at least broke his helmet. He did that. He broke his helmet. So right when Mirai is going to like hit him with a red arrow... Uh, uh, Mirai actually seen Met- Metropolitan's face just very briefly, and it caused Mirai to kind of freeze up because, again, he doesn't want to kill anyone. Yeah. You know, he doesn't want to hurt anyone. And that was enough of a hesitation for um, Met- Metropolitan. He he actually ran away. He actually full-blown, he, he escaped. He's not there anymore. He didn't fly around to go fight back. No, he left, full-blown left. Um, you know, and then when once once the episode kind of comes to close and they then get out of there, it just goes back to the fact of, of Mirai just, like, you know, Explains that he froze up, that he really doesn't want to hurt anyone and stuff. And I got to say, even at this point in the series, episode seven, while this episode was awesome, the action was really fun to watch between Metropolis and Mirai flying at super high speeds, having an arrow sword fight basically. I just, I can't get behind Mirai. I just, I, as a pro tag, I just can't. I, I he's just. So lackluster to me. I mean, you keep forgetting his name. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> and and, that, and honestly, from some other uh, people that I follow who have not read the manga and this is their first time experiencing Platinum men they kind of all feel the same way where it's just like Mirai just feels like a very lackluster character. Like the, sh- the, sh- the story is great. Other characters are fine. But Mirai, our protag, is just kind of...
1: Well, yeah. the thing that sort of turn is a turn off from Uri's character, but it was also really unique. Is that he's a extreme pacifist. Yep. To so like, we have a character who literally breaks down and would let a love someone who truly cares about die because he cannot bring himself to kill another person. Yep. So, I mean, <clears throat> he's a super passive character, and just he's not the one taking action at all. He's just mm-hmm. following along everyone else's <clears throat> actions.
0: Right. No, and that's to- That's totally true. And I, I, I have no idea how much if that will, do- you know, if it will develop where he actually kind of steps up more, you know, as mm-hmm. the rest of the series. I would assume so. Um, but as of, right now, I, as of right now, I, just, I can't get behind the character. I just can't. I mean, the episode was cool as shit. It was really cool. Very, very fun watch. Uh, that, that You know, if that's the sort of high-speed action we're going to get between Metropolitan and Mira, hey, I'm here for it. That looked like a lot of fun, you know, to just to sit back and watch. Yeah. Um, you know, but I don't know. It was a good episode, though. It's just I, I just can't get behind me like that, Yeah. At least not yet. You know, if he changes, cool. But as of right now, eh, I mean, I look. I know he's. I know he's kind of an asshole, obviously. But I'm more interested in Metropolitan at this point. A lot more. He's at least has an. He's while well, he's a dick. At least he's an interesting character. You know. He's a siscon. He's at least an interesting character. <laughs> uh, once again, his his assholeness definitely comes out in this episode at the end because he is being checked out by a doctor that he red arrowed, and uh, you know after after getting shot multiple times, you know even though it was bulletproof armor, his helmet would get knocked off. He did get kind of roughed up just a smidge, so he's getting checked out. Uh, he then kills the doctor with a white arrow, uh, just so there's no I guess evidence left behind or something. I don't know. And then he even then talked you know you know talked about how his you know what he was saying about how he doesn't want large numbers of people to die, just the right amount of people to die to get him to be a God candidate, like sacrifice is necessary sort of thing. Like he he wants to kill the God candidates and maybe if other people's got to die along the way, so be it. But he want, you know, originally he was kind of saying to Mira and Mr. Sure that uh, he was going to keep it a minimum. He basically threw that out the window at the end of that episode because of how much Mira just irritated the piss out of him. (laughs) Alrighty. So, um, there was a couple other little tidbits with Metropolitan where kind of, you know, showed where his mindset is and things. Cause as Mirai is basically calling out Metropolitan for being a psychopath, he's like, yeah, have you, you know, basically, you know, so have you ever lost anyone that you ever lost anyone that you love? Do you know what that fucking feels like and stuff? And M- Metropolitan is the stone cold. I do, I have lost the person that, you know, that I care for the most, whatever. And then, you know, Mirai then pointed out one obvious fact is just like, Hey, we don't know if you kill all the God candidates, that's going to make you the actual God, you know? You know, he pointed that fact out. And even one of the angels is like, yeah, we don't know. You know, if he kills all the God candidates, he might not become God. We don't know. We'll see. And even Metropolitan's like, yeah, I acknowledge that. I acknowledge that I could kill all all the God candidates, and I might not be the next God. But, hey, that's my logic. It's my best chance to get there, so we'll see if it works. That's his mindset, basically, on this.
1: You know what's still the really weird thing is just the fact that, as far as I'm aware, all the God candidates were also people who were willing to commit suicide. Yep. So you think we'll ever get a reveal of what he, uh, what actually happened to his sister, which led him to almost
0: kill himself? I, I feel like we will. I feel like we will. It's just a matter of when. You know, I you know because since he is like our main polarizing antagonist, I definitely think we'll get to see more on his backstory, for how his angel came to be, and I think we'll also we'll also get to see why and how his angel. Became a special rank because I think I, I don't know if I read this, you know, spoiling a, a couple small things about myself or if this was said in these six, seven episodes so far. I feel like it was said where his angel apparently just jumped up to special rank and no one knows how. Yeah, no, they said it okay
1: whenever they first met Mr. Sure because uh Saki's angel mentions that yeah, that his angel went from like, no oh, rank to special,
0: yeah. So, we'll get to we'll get to explore on that and Metropolitan's backstory, which I I am looking forward to seeing. While he's a complete psychopath and he's a complete asshole, at least he's one of the most interesting characters in this series. he's got that going for him. Uh, what was your favorite episode of the week that you watched? Log Horizon. Okay, fair. Um if we're going to go outside what we're watching, I, I
1: mean, I've been watching all 3 seasons Log Horizon the last couple okay. of weeks, so I've been really enjoying that.
0: Uh, I don't know, does Arcane episode 6 count? Yeah, probably. Then I'd say Arcane Episode 6. I that mean, was, it's anime. Yeah. That, 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 I enjoyed that quite a bit. I also enjoyed the last episode of Komi Can't Communicate. But if we're talking about just the stuff that we review here on the show, probably just Platinum Inn. That action was really good. While Mirai annoys me, the, everything else about it was great. All right, let's hop over to manga. Um, so we did have that new series get introduced to Shonen Jump, Uh Did you read the first chapter? Yes. It's fucking great. <laughs> I love that first chapter. <laughs> I love that first chapter. I
1: wanted to be a manga hero. So I did their training. Yep. And I am now a manga character.
0: <laughs> and I'm just like,
1: my God, it's Saitama again. It is. It's
0: basically Saitama <laughs> with this character. He, he, you get some little plugs of Goku. I think it was jo, uh, Jotaro, Jotaro. And who was the other one that it showed? Uh, it was a throwback one. Yeah, it, it was a big it, throwback. It, here, uh, I'll I, rec-
1: I recognize the character, but I never read the manga itself.
0: I'll pull it up real quick. about I see what character it was, but no, I mean it was a very it was dude. I was glued. I was glued. Like in the, the first few pages, I was hooked for the rest of the chapter. It was good. This, this series, of course, is by as we mentioned before, is from the Hell's Paradise creator, and I believe it was one of uh, one of uh, Fujimoto's assistants. Yes. Once upon a time, which I you know I do want to plug one little thing about this series, uh, and I feel like this is going to be a nice little plug for people that really enjoyed uh, this first chapter read. I feel like the vibe that I'm getting is that this series is is going to be it's it's one of those things where it's going to be too big to fail. It's getting way too much of a push more than I've seen the 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 amount of push this is getting. Rivals elusive samurai push oh easily like fujimoto already came out and drew his own in his art of the characters as a little like hey this is my assistant's work you know jump is already pushing this massively like the twitter account was already created and already got a lot of followers before the first uh before the before the first chapter now granted you know it you know people are a big fan of hell's paradise from jump plus it's getting into anime soon whatever but i don't know man I'm, i'm getting the vibe that this one's gonna it's going to be almost too big to fail, in my opinion.
1: I mean, it's going to be hard. Because, I mean, everything we got in this first chapter, all the characters were very enjoyable. The, his new lady boss, him, even the villains or the antagonists he fought. And just his whole thing of whenever they punched him, him going, yeah. yes, <laughs> <laughs> this is what I always wanted. <laughs>
0: Ultimate muscle. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, it was a Goku, Ultimate Muscle and Jotaro's who who was uh who was I wanted to be just like them. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Ultimate Muscle I'm like man talk about a throwback on that one.
1: And just all their realization her realization of wait, you're human? Yep. What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like even this next panel he's just like I've learned my lesson for a normal person making a normal life, strength is just isn't necessary. A manga is just a manga. And then it you know kind of follows up with what Zack said where he gets punched by these all these other, you know, I, I, I Hashima and whatever. He's just like his his face kinda like glows up. He's like, Oh boy
1: <laughs> And all of them are very confused. Yeah. It's almost at the level of freaking um, our samurai kid.
0: Yeah, yeah. As, as soon as he goes escape, he becomes a freak. Yeah, he becomes a fucking psycho, dude. Oh man. I mean it was it was a really great read, man, because like you know, you get to like see him just kind of like just get so excited to the point I just saw one of the panels where he's just like stop don't get my hopes up any higher <laughs> that, that was a great moment I mean, <laughs> after he got punched into the vehicle and all,
1: they're having all this dialogue and just him just skidding up was like don't get my hopes up and all they were very confused yeah
0: <laughs> I read this page here this is like after he got hit he's li- this kid is literally holding a car he said I'm just a plain old normal human kid who's star for a good old fashioned fight I read that I'm like Zach's gonna like that. <laughs> um, all right, so when it comes to the Ayahashiman, they're, What? Okay, how did you? What What are the Ayahashiman exactly? I'm trying to actually find how they described it.
1: I mean, I don't think it ever did, but from what I'm getting, they're more or less like yokai.
0: Okay, yeah that 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 was it. Is basically kind of like yokai. That That's how it was described leading up to the release. Uh, our main uh, female character. Uh, which is named if I can see it on here somewhere I can tell you but she's like the boss of like what like a family or something or a uh, gang or, or a gang I think it is she's
1: yeah, she's saying she's the head of a family, but it seems to be literally just her at this point. The movie may get into just other characters, but
0: yeah. Yeah, because I like even hear she makes a little plug. She's like, you know, to other Aya Hashiman that showed up, the ones that started beating on our protag here. She's like, if you're truly Yakuza, then show me some guts that will put me in my place and just stuff like that. So, like, when it comes to this series, it seems like it's just going to be, like, a huge, like, just it's going to be a good beat-em-up series. It's going to be a good beat-em-up with, like, a lot of dope-ass action. Um, but I will say that last page was 10 out of 10. That last page was absolutely 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that last page was absolutely... Everyone settles beefs with duels yeah <laughs> yeah because he because he uh he you know that's what uh she was sitting there saying to our protag and he's just like can, can you repeat that and she's like what did i say and he's like the stuff about beefs and she's like oh yeah they're all set up with one-on-one ritual duels and he like he's beat up right now and he's like this like weird smile where he's like super excited and then it's like a uh, like, one after another they just keep talking to she's like he's like all beefs and she's like are settled by ritual duels. he's like all beefs and she's like all beefs are settled by duels are settled by duels all beefs. Ah, uh, quick repeating yourself. Are you a toddler? And he's like cheering. He's like, all beefs are settled by kills. duels. Yeah, she's like, you're like a kid on Christmas. <laughs> no, I mean, um, I will say like, you know, uh, while while I personally, I feel like all of us did, not even us here on the show, but everyone in the... In, in, the industry really, as fans, all really enjoyed, you know, Red Hood Chapter One. That was the last Chapter One that really kind of blew a lot of people away, and I, I would say a lot there. Was, that was a general, you know, con, you know, reception across yeah. the board. This, by far, blows that away by oh, the way. easily, like, easily. Like the last time I read a Chapter One that was this good, bro, I can't remember. It's been a hot minute since I read a Chapter One of a new Shonen Jump series that was this damn good. I mean, can you think of one? Besides, uh, like, you know, Red Hood, which was generally received pretty well. like uh, Can you think of another one where it was a chapter one and it blew you away like this? Sakamoto. Yeah, probably Sakamoto for you. You were hooked on Sakamoto immediately. Shout out to Zach for discovering Sakamoto. Sakamoto
1: was great. That, um, that last chapter. Kaiju's first chapter was pretty good, too.
0: That is true. Kaiju was good. Uh, I know it wasn't the first chapter for us. You know, obviously it came out later for us, but I felt that way towards Dan to Dan. Uh, but even even still, like, you know, we're talking brand new, fresh off the street, new for everybody. I mean, this is easily the best first chapter I've read for something in a long time. I mean,
1: the weakest one that's from a series that survived would be *Elusive Samurai*. But on the one, who, but on the one who went, I mean, they're setting up. I mean, I'm sure it's going to get better, and which it did. It it's did. great. It Our is. hero's a freak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Our hero is a fucking freak,
1: and he's eleven. <laughs>
0: No, I would very highly recommend everyone go check out Hashimon. I mean, you can read the first three chapters for free on the Shonen Jump app. So definitely go give it a, go give it a a read. And I'm looking forward to seeing how it's going to continue to go. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to see maybe some more um, like a, a more of the Hashimon introduced, like from the the gang that she's like in charge of, and from and everything our pro tag. Um, but no, ph- phenomenal, phenomenal. Really love this. It was great. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into our chapter ratings and polish off the show here. Um, <coughs> <laughs> uh One Piece 1032. I don't know. Did One Piece 1032 come out or I, I don't think up? it did? did I, I don't remember seeing a One Piece chapter. Did I, did I fuck up on that? I, it wouldn't surprise me. I've done that before. Let me search One Piece real quick. Uh, let's see. One piece. No, that did not come out. My I didn't fault. think it did. Yeah, it's on a break. Alright, uh, my hero academia at 333. Uh I'll give it an eight. I will give it a nine. I really liked uh, Star's cheeky, cheeky plan there to let her get her thing taken because, you know, of what she did.
1: I mean, but I'm going to agree with the comments. What the fuck?
0: Yeah, basically. <laughs> what about Black Clover 313? I'll give this one actually an eight. I, it was heartwarming.
1: It was a yummy porn episode. Yeah. Like literally, that's what it was.
0: Hey, at least at least the title was accurate. I read the title, and I'm like, oh no, don't 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 do this. I honestly didn't see the title this time. Captain of the Black Bulls. Okay, I saw that. And I'm like, don't don't do this to us again. <laughs> I mean,
1: I'll give it an eight. It was. I mean, it was a good feel-good chapter for Yami. So
0: Doctor Stone 218. Bullshit. Zero. <laughs> Zero. I read that one today on one of my breaks, <laughs> and I I literally. Like, within the first two pages, I'm like, this is already a zero, and I don't even want to finish reading it, but I guess I will. Maybe it'll get a little bit better. And I kept reading. I'm like, no, this just got it fucking It didn't worse. get any better. Like, seriously, look, okay, it is – like, we we know it's entering its final arc. That's already confirmed. But But, oh, my God. I pray and hope that they just really want to knock out all this shit as quickly as possible. And I hope all the Y man stuff is fucking dope. I feel like it will be. That's my guess is that I feel like the Y man stuff will be really top tier content. Like we just came out of, and I'm hoping they just want to get to it as soon as possible. But Oh my God, dude, how much this series is being rushed. Like, yeah, no, we've had a
1: month and a half of just gigantic time skips that haven't even actually fully addressed yeah like there's been tons of time that's passed
0: yeah like we're talking years yes literal years and it's just dumb dude like you know you know last end of last episode it's like we're gonna get the internet and then this episode we got the internet i'm like that's fucking stupid because i see the the charm about Dr. Stone, like, you know, the early, like, first season, you know, even the second season, the early chapters and everything, and even some of the chapters after that takes place after season two, the charm for Dr. Stone is it's interesting. It's fascinating. That charm is long gone. Yeah, no, it's gone. That is long gone. The the days of where you really get to see these characters, like, struggle and kind of figure things out and, and, you know, and it makes those accomplishments of gaining – Like, the wheel that they got so much more, like, just more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Mm -hmm. Just, like, oh, yeah, we did it. Um, God. Accomplished? Yes. Thank you. Like, just the feeling of accomplishment. It just felt so much better in the early days of Dr. Stone. Now, like I said, you get internet in one chapter. That's bullshit. Like, I mean, a lot of the stuff they do across across the series is bullshit. But again, at least in the early stages, it's like it's the it's a lot of buildup. You know, it's very slow pace, which eh, was kind of boring at times. Reading it's not bad. Watching watching is much better than reading this, in my opinion. Um, but it was still at least fascinating, interesting. That charm is so long gone. Yep, yeah, zero. Doctor Stone two eighteen. Big fat zero. JJK one
1: sixty five. I'll give to Nate. I actually very much enjoyed this. Ida Dory. Uh,
0: I'm gonna ride with you on that. I'm gonna give it an eight. Um, Mission: Core Family 106. Did that come out? Yes, it did. Okay. Yeah, I was
1: pretty sure that one. One thing before we get jump off JJK there, I did lo- inf- freaking enjoy that last scene with Ida Dory.
0: I did too. Yeah, I did too. Hey, at least he's honest. Yeah. Uh, Mission: Core Family. I will give an eight. Uh, Undead and Luck, uh, Chapter 87. I will give that one a 7. What about Mashal 85?
1: Was this the pull episode?
0: Yes, I think so.
1: Because I'm honestly trying to remember. Uh, If it's what I think it is, I would give it an 8.
0: Let me do a quick fact check for you. No,
1: I remember which one this was. This was the stupid gravity ball.
0: Yeah, this was the ball.
1: I'll give it a 9 because that was actually fairly entertaining.
0: (laughs) I'm going to ride with you. I'm going to go with a 9 on that one. Sakamoto 47, 9.
1: Yeah, I give it a nine.
0: That was such a good chapter. Great. Such a good chapter, dude. I was reading that, and I was just smiling like ear to ear. I'm like, yo, this is so fucking dope.
1: Now, while he's distracted, I'll quickly go slim. Why am I not slimming down?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about losing Samra chapter forty?
1: Uh, I'll give it a seven. I mean, it's it's interesting, and the characters are sort of troll. <laughs> but I mean, not a whole lot's going on right now. I mean, well, things are going on, but it's all set up right now.
0: What, uh, I'll give it a 7 as well. About blue box, 29.
1: I give it a 9. That was sort of rough.
0: <laughs> 9. Uh, Aya Hashmon, Chapter 1. I'll give that one a 9, honestly. I'll I give it a 9. It I was really good. It. Loved it. Uh, my Hero Vigilantes, 112. I'll give this one a 7. Knuckle Duster. Knuckle Duster, my boy. <laughs> uh, Dragon Ball Super, 78. I will give this one an 8. Really? Yeah, I'll give this one an eight. That's okay. the highest score I've seen you give Dragon Ball Super in a while. And the reason why is because I even though like we as like Vegeta fans are really wanting that win, just sometime please, just give it to us. At the same time, you gotta think what one win is his character development. Because in this chapter, you know, we get uh, this character Gas. Yes, his name's just Gas, flat out. You know, he's kinda like the antagonist here. He got super powered up, whatever, thanks to you know that whatever that Shinron is. You know, the we, it looks like a weird fucking fish dragon. I don't know. Uh, he got super powered up thanks to that. Granola's getting fucking knocked around. Goku's attempting to be healed by the Namekian, but the Namekian can't really heal him too well. Goku's like, oh, I'll give it my best shot. You know, tries to fight him a little bit, you know, and uh, Goku, before he started to fight, Goku's like, hey, Vegeta, don't you have another Sensu? He's just like, oh, yeah, but it's in my armor that I threw off a while back. And he's just <laughs> like, god damn it, Vegeta, we'll go get it. And, uh, you know, and Goku already you know, told Vegeta, here, take the Sensu. And Vegeta's like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I mean, Goku's like, yeah, I took the first one. So it's only fair. You take the second one. So Vegeta gets the Sensu. And when he comes back, instead of taking the Sensu so he can come in and maybe try to fight, which naturally Vegeta normally would, right? No, he actually gives it to Granola. And he basically tells Ganola, like, hey, this is your chance to fuck this dude up and, and get some redemption because he fucking played with you and played with your species. Like, so it's just nice character development, you know, that, you know, a character development that's already been established for a while now, but it's still just getting to see it. It's, it's just always nice.
1: Now all I see is Vegeta snagging sl- him on the shoulder, give him the fiber.
0: Basically, <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically. So I'd give it an eight. Uh, Boruto 64. Man. I'm feeling a little uneasy this uh this chapter was delivering a lot of uh a lot of a lot of scary plugs here i'm gonna give the chapter probably an eight but throughout this chapter you know boruto he went after kawaki he's at work you know where kawaki and this other character codes at um, the end of last chapter um boruto kind of turns halfway into momoshiki as we've seen before and naturally when the chapter in they thought it was momoshiki coming out again no it's actually boruto boruto is in control somehow and he's using momoshiki's powers so he starts fighting code, whatever. Uh, meanwhile, Naruto, uh, with a bunch of clones and using sage, he's loading up sage mode. You know, Eno's trying to, you know, find some chakra. You know, the Kawaki, they, they can't find anyone's chakra. They finally are able to locate Boruto's chakra after he goes, well, Mushiki mode. Um, and once that happens, you know, Naruto's getting ready to go. And, like, for these couple of pages, it's like it delivered such a feeling of dread, almost. Because everyone's acknowledged that Naruto's a lot weaker. But Naruto's about to go off into this fight. Shikamaru comes in and Naruto says something like, you know, don't try to stop me. And Shikamaru is just like, I'm not going to try to stop you, but I'm at least going with you. So, like, you know, at least be thankful that I'm not stopping you, but you and I, you and I both damn well know that you are not near as strong as you were without Karama. And, um, and it even brought the same sort of dread when Hinata came out and she's just like, Naruto, let me go with you and Naruto's just like, What are you crazy? No way. What 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 if something happens? What would happen to, you know, their their daughter or whatever? It's like you gotta stay behind and then, you know, even their daughter's just like, you know, Dad, are are you is everything gonna be okay? Are you going to come back and bring Boruto home? And then
1: Naruto's dead, guys. <laughs> That's up.
0: way too many death flags. Dude, it is. <laughs> and uh, then you know, Boruto, Naruto has like a quick little moment of pause. And he, you see the Sage Mode's odds come on. He's just like, of course, you know, Are you forgetting who your dad is? You know, and then they get ready to go. And, you know, Shikamaru asks, is like, you know, you know, Naruto, how long can you keep up Sage Mode? You know I know it takes quite a toll, and Naruto's just like, oh, you know I'll be fine. I can take it up for a while. Just call it, uh, you know the uh, the power of the power of you know age with wisdom. And Shikamaru scoffs like, yeah, age with wisdom, my ass. So they you know they start going off, heading towards the battlefield, and Shikamaru's just like, yo, you know don't go too crazy, Naruto. Like. Just, I know you have sage mode, you know, I know this is kind of an emotional moment before you get your sons out there fighting this guy, but don't go too crazy. And then it, we, br- we, get, we, we, br- we bring him back to the fight. And that was the last we see of Naruto for that chapter, and chapter ends. But man, that's a lot of death flags. That's boss. a lot of death flags.
1: I mean, from my understanding for what you said, we're aware that in the f- opening, it showed a sort of future where yep. possibly Naruto and Sasuke are both dead. Yep.
0: That's from the no, get go.
1: Naruto's dead, guys. And uh, you that's know, way too many death flags. Yeah,
0: and when, you know, Shikamaru and Naruto are both going. You know, Shikamaru is just like you know, Sasuke's off doing this right now. You know, Sai's off doing this right now. So it's just and then. I love, I love how he didn't pl- bother to plug anyone else. I mean, Keeva's kind of fucking useless. You know, Sheena's kind of Sheena kind of low tier. You know, I mean, I, what about big boy Choji? I was just about to say, what about Choji? I don't know. I mean, Cho- Choji has actually wrecks people before. Right? Yeah, he has. <laughs> and I'm surprised Shikamaru didn't grab Choji since they're best buds. Yeah. Uh, but no, a lot of death flags, man. I'll give this chapter an eight, but man, I'm scared for next month. <laughs> I'm scared for the coming months, man. I am. I am very, very scared. Uh, Spy Family 56 i give this one an eight. Very
1: good. It, ho- it was very good chapter. It was wholesome. Yeah, I give it a nine. Very, very wholesome. I enjoyed the Yor Lloyd.
0: Uh Dan, Dan chapter thirty-two. I'd give this one probably probably uh probably an eight, actually. Eight's good. Fire Force, uh two ninety one. Um seven. I'll give this one a seven. Tokyo Avengers, two thirty one. Man. Kenshin. I feel empty. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Next chapter is going to be interesting. That that ending, though.
1: Yeah, the ending was good. I give it an eight.
0: I give it an eight. Uh, where was I? Eden uh, Zero, 167. He's <sighs> right.
1: Jesse's an ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> True.
1: Fuck that kid. <laughs>
0: yeah, fuck that ass hat, bro. Um,
1: overall, I'll give it an
0: eight. I'll give it an eight as well. And I... You know, I initially was very upset a couple of weeks ago when you kind of told me what was going to potentially come. But now, in like hindsight, I'm like, now that I'm at where I'm at, I'm just like, you know, I'm happy with it. I'm I'm happy that Hero finally stepped up and did something that he never bothered he never really did in the original series. Yeah, in, in, well, in, in terms of Fairy Tale, that was always my beef. Well, okay, let me let me let me correct myself. My beef with Fairy Tale is not that it didn't happen. I'm you know I, I can, It's just
1: that friendship always won.
0: It's friendship always won, and the amount of times it would tease that, you know, this particular topic that I'm not going to reference for people that may not be reading Eden Zero. Um, that, that certain thing, the amount of times it would tease that it's going to happen for a character, like six times for one character in particular, and never happens, that's what bugged me. Like If we just go through a whole series and it just never gets, like, attempted or anything, I can live with that. kind of sucks. I, I do like that in a series, but at least he finally did it. At least he finally did it. It just sucks. Something. It's painful, but it is what it is. is. Uh, two year eternity, 151.75. God, I'm fucking tired of these points. <laughs> I'm fucking tired of these points, bro. Um,
1: I'll give it a six.
0: Six as well. Seven of sins, four nights apocalypse, chapter 39. I give this one. Bondi Namco. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I give this one a seven. Uh, Ranger Reject, chapter 29. Give that one a seven. Uh, soul Leveling, 174. I'll give it an eight. Give that one an eight as well. Weak Hero 164. I actually forgot to read this one. That's my fault. Oh, no. <laughs> this is X, give me a look.
1: I'm going to give it a nine.
0: Oh, that's depressing. That you, would,
1: to... you would love this one because it was a hard setup.
0: Damn it. I love hard setups. All right. Seed
1: 144.
0: Uh <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh. laughs>
1: did I ever mention that another powerful guy on the level of Caden showed up?
0: Um. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, because he's heal, he's
1: healing Jai Woo, and his price to heal Jai Woo was Kanan had to teach him how to become a cat.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it was finally revealed to that guy that he the cat he chose to copy was neutered. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing.
1: <laughs> and he had no idea, and Jai Woo and Kanan didn't have the heart to tell him. And then soon they showed up and was like, oh, this one's neutered. And everyone was went...
0: <laughs> um, I give it an eight. Uh, what was your favorite chapter of the week?
1: Uh, spy family,
0: man. I'm actually going to give it to the newbie on the block. I'm going to give it to Ahashiman. I really enjoyed that first chapter. It was chapter. a very good chapter. Uh, dude, I, it was fun. I really enjoyed that. So I'm going to give it to the newbie. You know, what first chapter, already my favorite chapter of the week. Let's get it. But, yo, I got to say, across the board, this week it just had a lot of good chapters across this the board. This week was very solid. Yeah, I mean, everything was really, really solid. I, I, I took a screenshot of that moment with, uh, with Mikey. Where like, Kenshin, I'm empty. I'm like, oh, man. That hurt. That hurt. <laughs> Dude. You know, because what kills me is that, like, we haven't actually had an actual reaction from Mikey yet, have we? No, we have not. So, now, the, the, with that, I also want to – does he know? Yeah, no, he's aware. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure because I know a couple people kind of mentioned it in this area that we're in, but it's just like – I feel like we we never got an actual any sort of reaction out of Mikey's. I was like, does he even know yet?
1: Well Mikey there was a moment where it showed Mikey sorta of, after it happened that Mikey was just like There's something wrong.
0: Yeah, that was, that was that was the beginning of a chapter. He was up in a building, it was raining. Yeah. And Mikey's like, I have a bad feeling about tonight. So uh anyway. That's going to do it for this episode. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, we will be on a break uh, next week. The you know we're not going to be recording on Thanksgiving or anything. Hopefully, everyone has a wonderful holiday. Hopefully, you have a wonderful Black Friday shopping time. If you're into some Black Friday shopping, Anime Plus will still continue uh, as is. So that you know, no worries on that one. That will still come in out week after week unless something stupid happens. And once again, apologies for no video. Uh, this entire hour and twelve minute podcast we've been doing uh, the ca- the computer is literally on. And it has been black screen this entire time. He Zach can move. The, he's moving the mouse right now.
1: I mean, I can even open task manager, but it pretty much has nothing running as yeah. a program files.
0: And, you know, and for anyone that might be wondering, say, well, how the hell are they recording that? We record directly into the roadcaster for the audio. We, yes, that's how we do that. Just it makes it uh, it makes it easier, in my opinion. Uh, but anyway, do apologize for that. You know, trademark Sparky three tech problems. If you want to help us not have these tech problems, you can, you know, you know like the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel you know, maybe check out the Patreon, but, you know, don't feel obligated. Just be a friend, tell a friend that you're listening and watching. We appreciate that. Um, Zach, any last thoughts on anything that we talked about here today or anything of the sorts that you want to, you know, shout out to the listeners?
1: Um, no, nothing really I want to talk about or anything. Uh, I am sort of waiting for now Log Horizon Season 4 after it took years to get Season 3. Um, but... If you like the podcast and like what's going on, like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. Uh, If you've been watching this on YouTube and you have not yet, you can always hit that subscribe to really help us out. And then if you want to know when we post stuff up, since we're inconsistent lately, you can hit that bell. And it'll let you know whenever a video goes up, regardless if it's Animan or not. But once it's up, that bell will let you know. And you can do that at youtube.com slash Sparky3.
0: You really had to put up the inconsistent thing. (laughs) Hey, we're not doing too bad. I mean, we're doing all right, I guess. Hey, at least we're putting up stuff every week. It's better than what it's been in the past, right? So, hey, we're growing. <laughs> that's what matters, man. We are growing, and that's actually that's really exciting. We do have a lot of exciting stuff coming out of Sparky Three in the near future. Uh, but make sure to go check out the other podcasts, like a uh, lot gamers, of course, because we have uh, the Game Awards Watch Along Extravaganza coming up here in a couple weeks. I'm really pumped for that. Uh, the co-streaming stuff should be coming out soon, so I'm getting I'm ready to get that in my hands. Uh, like I mentioned earlier terrible football show where we have a potential third new co-host that's gonna be really cool man Shane Marks he's a cool dude Twitch affiliate make sure you go check him out at IamRazor Uh, and then talk about movies and stuff whenever a new episode of that will be posted up I don't know when we'll see depends on what we watch I guess probably in December probably unless I I happen to go see Eternals maybe I might you know what since I'm off this week for vacation I might go see Eternals sometime like Tuesday morning okay have fun with that yeah I'm gonna go do that that'll be fun so may talk about eternal soon. But anyway, uh, again, apologies for no video. It is what it is. Life goes on. We still had a, I feel like a pretty good episode, which sucks, man. It sucks that we had no video. Cause this is actually, I do feel like a pretty good episode. Oh, well, yeah, it, exactly. Oh, well, it is what it is, dude. Shit happens and we wipe, we move on. Hopefully you guys have a wonderful day. Hopefully you guys have an absolutely wonderful Thanksgiving uh, with your family, friends, whomever. Uh, again, if you're going to do any black Friday shopping, stay safe out there. If you're going to go out in person, hopefully you get some awesome deals. And uh, with that. See you next time guys. We will be back on what day was it? Uh December 7th. Thank you, December 7th. See you guys. Bye.